we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. Oh, it's, oh, oh, the oh, it intro. Is. The intro. Here we go. <laughs> Listen, it's Ryan Leary. It's Olio. We are at the Content Lounge <laughs> for Recruiting Daily's Sourcing School on the floor at HR Tech. We are joined by the one and only Adam Godson from the team over at Paradox. What's going on? Hey, guys. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Well, we are glad to have you on the show because... I'm excited because what Paradox is doing that is disruptive in the field, I'm not just trying to play buzzword bingo. I'm going to say another buzzword, and it's going to be AI. You have been at the forefront of the AI revolution that has come and is about to claim TA, retention, HR, all those things. It's hey, been, my man. Yeah, man, it's, it's been interesting. You know, since 2016, we've been shouting into the wind that conversations of the future, conversational AI is is the, the how technology is going to look, invisible software, and getting lots of those nods where people are like, oh, okay. Sure, like, that'll work. Yeah, uh-huh. okay, crazy guy. And then, like, they just let, silently walk away. Um, but and here uh, you are. Here we are a little validated in that. So um, feeling like this has been a, a, a good year with some some tailwinds on that. Mm-hmm. We've got a nice seven-year head start in doing it, which yeah. is which is helpful. I think um, I, I remember your first, when you came out at HR, not came out, but like HR Tech, you had yeah. Olivia. Yeah. You had the big old booth. We did. That came, <laughs> what yes. the like, What Olivia? is this yeah, thing? What is that? Yeah. Chat, what? Right, yeah, meet right. Olivia. What you're like? What is what is this thing? You know, it's sort of the first ideas of like virtual recruiter and, yeah. and being able to do, um, you know, uh, SMS two way and having it feel like a person and, and and some of those like, oh wow moments. And I think some people saw that right away and they're like, oh okay. Um, others, you know, didn't uh, right away. And they said, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to take a wait and see approach. I, in, in 2023, it's a, it's impossible not to see it. All right, so I think we I think we jumped the shark a little bit. We went to the oh wow. Maybe we need to back up and, <laughs> and unpack this a little bit. Adam, you're with Paradox. I said that you have been and you have been killing it for the past eight years when it comes to AI and what it means in the space. Tell our listeners who Paradox is and by way of who Paradox is, who you are and what your role has been. Yeah, love it. Appreciate that. Um, you know, Paradox is conversational AI for talent. Uh, and so we help organizations of, of all sizes to recruit and retain talent uh, with conversational AI as our, as our primary technology. So you mentioned Olivia. That's, uh, our clients can name their assistant whatever they want. Olivia is sort of the, the default because we've we got to have one. Um, uh, but um, uh, able to have that persona to help with all the, we call it BS in recruiting, the boring stuff, scheduling interviews, screening candidates, sending reminders, all the things that um, that recruiters have come to know as recruiting, and the paradox for which we're named is that by using technology, you can spend more time with people, not software, and actually get to why we all became recruiters and why we wanted to be in this game, which is to talk to people uh, and to do that. All right, so talking about talking to people, what's been the adoption from the candidate standpoint of using a chatbot? Because you know, I use mine on, on on AT&T's wireless website to get set up with my cell phone service and what have you. But, like, I've never used one to apply for a job. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, so uh, the, the thing with, with conversational AI is it has to be good. So, so people have used chatbots at their bank or at places, and those can be frustrating as hell if they're not good. So, so for us, it is about quality, and that's where the, the large language models have come in this year to help us improve conversational quality, make it feel like a real person, make it feel like, like we want people to subconsciously know that, it, that, that it's not real 
but also for it to feel like it is. Uh, and, and, and so um, being able to have that high quality conversation is, is everything. And we see tremendous uplift in, from candidates. And so we've got clients like McDonald's and FedEx, uh, Aramark, that uh, a lot in that volume space where people want to have a conversation. They don't want to go to the ATS and the first screen that comes up is give me your login. You're like, I've never been here before. And then if you go all the way down the page to this tiny blue text, we'll say like, create an account. Why yeah, but I? you guys make it frictionless. So because we don't do any of that. So for us, it is like, just talk. Whether that's through voice or through text or on a website to, to do chat, it is, uh, who are you? And tell me about yourself. And then we'll tell you what job fits you. And then we'll, get, we'll collect the information we got. We need to collect. Let's And then let's get to the next step, which is an interview or an offer as soon as possible. The same experience across all platforms. Yeah, multi multimodal. And if right. you if you if you answer two questions, get get a phone call and then drop off, send you a text, you can jump right back in where you were. Right. So now let's dig into how to personalize this. And we don't want to get super technical. I, yeah. I know it's it's not an easy conversation. But we were talking about this earlier where some of the chatbots have gotten to be really fantastic. And just having conversations, I think I used Verizon, maybe, I think it was, you as an example. example. I was on there the other day, and I'm chatting away, and I'm like, I know you're a bot, and I'm having a real conversation. Yeah. And, and part of it's because we, it's what we do, right? Sure. And we're like, oh, let's see if it could actually handle this. <laughs> you got to test the limits. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and I'm, and I'm on the computer, and my wife's sitting there because we were doing you know, some Verizon stuff. And she's like, why are you doing that? And I'm like, hey, how are you today? And it actually it answers you back. Yeah. And it, it's, so it's really interesting. And it's become, I mean, it really has become right. a conversation. Yeah, that, that's part of the making it feel natural. Like, like, and, and what we find is, is when you make the conversation natural, people don't have this processing where they're trying to figure out how to use it. Right. it and and that's, that is the promise of conversational AI. It is not web UI or tra user training, even on the manager side, it is making that as simple as possible where the manager says, um, you know, can, I, can you help me schedule this interview? And in, in plain text, it's not navigate to this thing, log in, click the button, select this. It is everyone knows how to talk and, and it's up to the to have smart intelligence and in to intermediate that. And that's the future of software. That, that is where this all is going and everything that we use. Okay, so if that's where it's going as a candidate, are there any questions that like, so I've never used Olivia, so okay. I'm coming from this from a very novice part, but one question that candidates love to ask is, hey, what's the pay range for this? Mm -hmm. Can Olivia answer that and negotiate and understand, or not understand, she's not sentient. I didn't mean to make that happen. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Olivia, if you're listening, I like you. Don't come for me. That's right, that's the right. robo overlords, I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> Can we have that kind of degree of conversation about pay transparency with a chatbot? Absolutely. When, when, uh, so long as the information is there, I think I think I saw this week that about 50% of job postings in the U.S. have pay information right. on them, and and so when that information is there, we can we can give that information to say you know what what does that look like uh, from a, from a pay standpoint, and and I, there, there absolutely are more advanced use cases coming there where um, someday you may negotiate an offer with uh, with with Olivia. Um, and think of even for a salary job to understand what you know what uh, what your um, salary history is, what what you know, the company is looking for, and um, there, there are lots of good um, advanced AI negotiators that that, are, that exist in the consumer marketplace, and I think someday that'll be in talent too. 
Okay, so about talent, there are a lot of different purveyors on the floor today. There are a lot of different messages that are going out. Is there anything that you're hearing that you're like super excited about that you're like, I want to go there. I want to learn more about it. What is that subject? Honestly, I'm going to stay home on this one where I think there's nothing more exciting than conversational AI in, in town acquisition where the, um, I'm, I'm a recruiting guy through and through. I was a recruiter 20 years ago. I was going to ask about that. I was like, so I, I want to hold that out real quick is that I talked to a lot of technologists who are going to air quotes solve recruiting, right? That's, that's great. I, I'm, I'm really excited about that. But you actually ran the desk. So... Yeah. Well, I, th I think that's actually one thing that's that's a bit different about Paradox is that we have a team of practitioners. So Aaron Matus, our CEO as well, former HR person, um, President Chief Product Officer, former HR person. And so I've seen through the years lots of, I think what Madeline Lerano calls two guys in skinny jeans mm -hmm. uh, that show up and say, hey, at our last uh, startup we had prob problems hiring, now we're going to come in this space, our new startup is going to solve hiring. And those companies tend to last, you know, about one funding round. Um, and so for us, it was about how do we take the domain expertise and apply technology to it rather than the opposite. And, and we've seen great success in listening deeply about the problem and how to solve it rather than saying that there's a whole bunch of tech, let's throw this at it and see what sticks. Is there a new problem that gets you excited in the morning to, to yeah, okay, you're smiling. So what's, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, there are new problems every morning, but <laughs> I, I think, um, Employee communication is another one that, that, that we're excited about, which is um, you know, how do we help communicate with people um, in that first 90 days? Uh, so we, we work with a lot of clients where um, SMS communication is the primary method. So I mentioned like McDonald's, Aramark, mm -hmm. FedEx, those kinds of folks where they have no email address. Most of them own no computer. Um, and so it is... Cell phone is the primary. Cell phone is everything. They do SMS is how they, how they know how to communicate WhatsApp and global markets, sort of same, same story. Um, but it's about how do we connect those people? You know, how was your first day? How was your first week? How was your relationship with, with your manager? And then being able to ask questions like, how do I get a new uniform? Uh, I'm going to be late. Can you tell the manager? Uh, so solving that challenge Wow, those are interesting well. questions that, that do come in because I... I would think that they would have that relationship with their manager over SMS, but I guess it helps to have an intermediary. It, 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 exactly, and, and I think some of the advanced use cases you know, are going to be interesting around how do you help me with shift swapping and some of the things that, that they can do. And, and, and you know, for us, our frame is as an assistant, and so we want to be the assistant to that manager. The assistant to um, the assistant regional manager? That's right, that's right. Okay, that, that's thank it. you, Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> but to, help, to be that assistant where, where we can help that manager take off the parts of their job that suck, like like trying to answer employee questions about where to get a new hat and, and what time they should show up to work and, and, and things like that, where we, we've seen we can help um, deflect those questions, answer those questions, and everybody's happier. The, the, the employee got a, an answer that they needed. The manager didn't have to personally field all that by, by text message, and, and everyone walks away with more productivity. About more productivity, I'm going to throw you a curveball. There's been a lot of talk about a three-day work week. Like Jamie Dimon was on, yeah. and he was talking about that AI is going to allow us to go to three and a half days, which I'm not sure who's going to work what half day and what half day. That's going to, that's a story for another day, that's right? right. I'm right. still but trying to get the four days. I, yeah, I know right. you are, right? I know you are. <laughs> let's, let's get there. So the question that I would ask is, what do you see from a shift in the workday? Like, are we going to three? Are we going to a six-hour workday? What do you see as the result of some of this co-piloting from AI? especially in the HR and TA space. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be interesting. Um, in that, and it's going to take some time to, to evolve. I think what we see now is 
um, you know, TA teams that are changing the work that they do. Um, I, I get asked about once a week, like, what the recruiter's going to do in, in the future uh, as we start to automate. They're going to recruit. Yeah, like, the answer is right there in the word. Is is we, we've come to conflate like recruiting work as we know it, which is frankly a lot of clicking, a lot of administrative work, and a lot of a lot of things that are you know, fairly tactical with recruiting work. And what recruiting work really is is convincing someone to join. And a even the smartest assistant can't do that. Um, it, that will take a person because uh, Olivia doesn't work anywhere. And so when I'm convincing you to join, I work there. And I think about the best recruiters in the world are in the military, college sports, uh, where it's really competitive and it's an emotional connection where you're in the living rooms and you are talking to people and it is convincing you to join me. And I think that's the future of recruiting is, is the great recruiters will love it. Folks that are uh, doing lots of clicking and administrative tasks will you know, find other places to, to do some of those things or jump into the world where they're convincing people to join. All right, so as we talk about that co-piloting, right? and how AI is going to make that more effective and we're going to make more time. What about soft skills? How are we going to develop the soft skills of recruiters so that they can level up and have that conversation that's a difficult conversation with a candidate? Yeah, that, that, that is one of the challenges I, that AI brings, which is um, in all ways, like we, kind of, we will need more experts. But in some ways, we, we, can, we will, we will um, automate out some of the training grounds. I think about AI co-pilots in coding, for example, where- Oh yeah, like GitHub? Yeah, yeah sure. exactly. Okay, cool. and, yeah. and certainly we use tools like that uh, to help our, our developers today. But it takes out some of the mundane, routine, or early career type of work and puts more pressure on people that have 10 years experience. But then it also creates a paradox that it's hard to get 10 years experience when a lot of the early career work is automated. And so there's a lot going to be need to be solved around skills and challenge uh, and, and that challenge to how do we get people to have 10 years experience when we've automated a lot of the low level work. Okay, so you've talked a lot about uh, a lot about shift work and and with the examples from McDonald's and from FedEx yeah. and, and Aramark. What about for quote unquote the white collar, the 21,000 people that got jobs last month? Yeah. I, I'm referring if you're listening uh, mm -hmm. to the jobs report that said 335,000 people got jobs. Most of the jobs were in those shift works uh, right. that, that were talked about earlier. But what about the 21,000, the white collar jobs? Yeah. What's going on there? Yeah, we, we, we like to find places where the assistant can be really helpful. And, and probably the two primary places we find that are in answering questions. And that's often an unserved market where like, look, try to get a question answered on a, on a website, it's very difficult. Uh, but also in interview scheduling. Uh, and, and not just the one-to-one -one with the recruiter, but that hairy eight-part oh, yeah. eight eight panel, yeah. you know, virtual meetings, room booking. And so we do with that with clients around the world, folks like Nestle and Pfizer and Disney, where, where that's the primary job that we have for their, um, uh, for their white-collar roles, is take that piece out. We still want the human engagement with the recruiter. We want that relationship but that transactional work. And you'll find teams of 50 recruiting coordinators that in, in some of these companies that just do interview scheduling. Uh, and, and we can take a lot of that and, and automate that and have a better connection. Is, is that a job that's going to get automated away? Uh, I mean, ultimately, yes. It should. Um, and, and that's one where um, you know those people probably aren't reaching self-actualization doing that every day. Uh, and so they, they will find other work to do in connecting with candidates and finding that work that is the true recruiting work, not sort of the coordination work that's oftentimes a lot of button clicking and transactional work. Like that, that will absolutely be automated away. 
All right, so I want to wrap up here with one question that I usually ask recruiters when I have on the podcast, but you Let's are, you, you are, you know, you are multifaceted. You are multidimensional, right? Very complex over here. Very, I like that. I like that. We are not an SPL, right? Um, wait, pumpkin spice latte. Mm. I did not mean to S pumpkin spice. Latte. We are not a PSL. We are not basic. All right. So what advice would you give to a junior recruiter who's starting their recruiter journey today with all of these changes coming to effect? For, for, for me, um, giving that advice, it is a bit of pick a path. And so for, I think for some people, there's a really great path in technology. And so learning how to be that person on the team that helps coordinate, facilitate the technology piece. And so if they've got any uh, nerdy inclinations and like technology, like that is a path to just go hard at, to be the person that is, you know, orchestrating all of that. I, I, the, the quote uh, escapes me, but something like there are two jobs in the future, um, you know, people that tell machines what to do and people who machines tell what to do. Um, <laughs> and so, so being the person that can coordinate that tech stack. And then the other, other path is to be um, absolutely best in class at real recruiting, convincing people to join, building relationships, all the emotion part of this. And, 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 and emotion is intentional. This is not like online shopping. There is your self-worth and there is the convincing of someone's life story and their life journey that happens in a recruitment process. And so for me, it is picking a path and going hard at being world-class at one of those two things. Well, thank you for being world-class and really kind of ask, I mean, you've raised the bar with what your software has done. It's created uh, a better interview experience, a better candidate experience, and a better recruiting experience overall. Uh, thanks for joining us today. It's been great. We're here uh, live at HR Tech. You can hear the buzz in the background. It's me, Brian. It's him, Ryan. And we are powered by Olio at the Recruiting Daily Sourcing School podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you.